Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome. Amanda Grace here with you today. We have a lot to get into today. The birds are out. I opened the door and I opened their cage, so you never know. You might see them. You might hear them a little bit in the background, but they are uh, most definitely, they have their uh, freedom right now hanging out in the office while we're doing this broadcast. Welcome to everybody watching the United States and around the world and to our Ark of Grace team. Thank you for helping us do what we do for the Lord. Uh, please pray. We're going to just going to ask you to pray for um, one of our moderators, Renee and Dawn Marie, who works for us. Please pray for them right now uh, with some issues they're going through. So we're going to just ask for prayer for them um, and, and for healing and to trust the Lord for healing, total healing in Jesus name. So Oh my goodness. See, I hear Chet whistling in the background. I'm going to open up in prayer as everybody is jumping on. Um, I see people coming on too. It's amazing from South Africa. I see people from different areas of Ireland also. So, and all over the country in the U S so in even Israel. So Baruch Hashem to our Jewish brothers and sisters out there. Praise be to almighty God. Welcome. Shalom to you all. We are praying for Israel. We stand with Israel. We love our Jewish brothers and sisters. Um, and we're also praying, uh, for others right now, Christians in Israel that in the middle of this have had to flee, uh, in the middle of this uh, horror that has happened. So continue to pray for them as well. So let's open up in prayer. And I'm immediately going to get into the word from the Lord and explain how this word, <coughs> excuse me, came to be. And then I'm going to get into everything else. Um, I'm still fighting some soreness. So bear with me uh, from, uh, from the minor uh, surgery I had to have last week. So just... Bear with me if I if I wiggle around a little too much, but I'm still fighting some soreness. I'm getting much better though, praise God. So thank you for your prayers. And so let's let's open up in prayer, and then uh, we will get into the word. So Father God, in the precious name of your Son Jesus Christ, Lord, we come before you. We praise you. You are Almighty God. You are high and lifted up far above every power, principality, and might. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise. Do your precious holy name, Father. We humble ourselves before you this day, asking that the pull of the flesh becomes less in our lives, so you, your will, and power become more in our lives. Father, forgive us of our sins. Cleanse us of all unrighteousness, Father God. We honor before you this day, Father God, that your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, was sent to the earth and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and was the Passover lamb and the sacrifice for our sins. That he willingly died at Calvary. He purchased us by the shedding of his blood. And when that blood dripped onto the mercy seat, he redeemed us and purchased us that day back to our father in heaven. Father, we pray you we rose again in three days, ascended back in heaven, took his rightful right, righteous place at the right hand of the Father, where he rules and reigns forevermore. He is our advocate before your throne, and we honor that before you this day. Father, we invite your presence, Lord, the presence of Ruach Elohim, the spirit of the living God, and the presence of the Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit, to fill this place, Lord that the weight of your glory would fall, that the power of your presence would move, Father God, that your power would be felt, Father God, by those watching, Lord, that you would lead and guide us in all wisdom, counsel, might, power, and the reverential fear of the Lord. By the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of Almighty God with authority now come forth in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, every every distraction, plot, scheme, contract, interference, assignment that the enemy and his agents and forces 
would attempt, we command in the name of Jesus Christ right now, it be broken, canceled, aborted, nullified, voided, disarmed, dismantled, canceled, destroyed, their communication lines disrupted so they cannot carry out their plans and it bound and cast back to the pits and the dry places in the areas you have designated, Lord, to be bound there in the name of Jesus Christ and not return or have anything sent in its place. Father, take all the glory for yourself. You are the potter. We are most certainly just the clay, Father God. Without your breath of life in us, we don't have life, Lord. You are the author and finisher of our faith, Father God. We say, Hashivenu Adonai, come to us, Lord, this day. We praise you in the name of Jesus Christ, Yeshua. Amen and amen. Amen, amen. Okay, so let's get into the word first. Basically, this word happened on Friday. So October 20th is when this word happened. Okay. What happened was I had had the, the minor procedure Thursday afternoon. Okay. So during the night into Friday at 1 AM, the Lord woke me up and was I sore? Was I hurting? Yes. But sometimes when your flesh is knocked down like that, you can hear the Lord real clear. Okay. So he woke me up at 1.43 a.m. and immediately started talking to me, meaning in his mercy for the way I was feeling, immediately the word came and I began to type it. And so I have sat on it for about four days or so, five days now. And we're going to release it now. So yes, this was October 20th, 2023 at 1.43 a.m. And this is how it begins. It begins. It's really interesting how it begins. There are those who will have hot blood in this hour over events in your nation, over legal decisions, over their holdings, that's capitalized, over Israel and their leadership. They shall be hot-blooded, and those attempting to keep a very lost and tired man in their seat will make a very public issue of such as the blood reaches a boiling point. I, the Lord, shall throttle such men in your nation, and I shall throttle such men in Israel, and that hot-bloodedness shall begin to turn to me, says the Lord, be directed at me. And that, that's capitalized, says the Lord, is when I shall yoke two ox under the same yoke, and their hot-bloodedness under the weight of such a yoke will be directed to the work at hand and will steer and motivate, that's capitalized, them to go and to plow and to break up the fallow ground I say, says the Lord, that I say, that's capitalized, for I, the Lord, shall not allow the fields of such nations to be mismanaged. I, the Lord, shall not allow the fields of such nations to be mismanaged, he says it twice, or doled up or cut up and pieces sold to the highest bidder. I will not, says the Lord, I will not, that's capitalized. For the blood of Abel, the blood of the Abels, the blood of the children and my people saturates the earth. The earth drinks such and cries out for relief before my throne. For the nation of Israel, my firstborn is in travail, says the Lord. They war with Amalek, with those who wander for their name being blotted out from under heaven. And those wanderers have been given a false promise by two regimes that have a high thirst to control Israel. The people perish for lack of knowledge, says the Lord. The people perish, that's capitalized, for lack of knowledge. Capitals. Do not in this hour in your heart say, all capitals, 
The bricks have fallen, but we will rebuild with hewn stone. The sycamores have fallen, but we shall replace them with cedars. Do not in this hour harden your hearts, O Israel, and in the face of God, before the face of God. Think in your own strength, you are going to, quote, build back better. For that concept in hardness of heart was birthed at the time two towers in a mysterious way went down in America. And now a monument of their, that's capital, strength and defiance stands in its place. Yet that's capitalized. They call it the Freedom Tower. And he capitalized that. If truly such were about freedom, the cornerstone would be etched with a statement about submitting to Almighty God and receiving freedom. That's capitalized through Jesus Christ or through Christ Jesus, Yeshua, my son who died for you, O inhabitants of the earth, O Israel, O America. That's capitalized. Do not, that's capitalized, make the mistake in defiance as Israel once made, as America once made. Do not, O Israel, repeat such, but humble yourselves under the strength of Adonai. For I, the Lord, have the strategy to pursue. David and Joshua won battles by putting me before them. This is capitalized. Not in spite of them as a ritual. You must mean it in this hour. You must. That's capitalized. For the United Nations, ha, says the Lord. That's capitalized. United they are not. That's capitalized. Those nations who tug the purse strings as a puppeteer so tightens and lifts strings in order to move a puppet. So the same shall happen in this hour, says the Lord, and the UN, backed by three nations in particular, shall attempt to put Israel on a chain and plunge that chain into the ground, that's capitalized, and prevent its advance of what I, the Lord, am directing in this hour. And says the Lord, if the UN does such in this hour, it masters, its masters shall have their pants pulled down. Now, this is a very bold statement by the Lord. So I'm going to say it again. And says the Lord, if the UN does such in this hour, meaning plunges, puts a chain on Israel and plunges it into the ground, its master shall have their pants pulled down and I shall expose to you the shame of who truly is running those nations, the bare capital facts of what they have hidden. And I, the Lord, shall do this before the earth if they interfere for the gain of those nations who have corrupted and taken hostage the votes of others. They are not, that's capitalized, peacekeepers, says the Lord. They are positioned as spies for these nations. O Lebanon, says the Lord, O Lebanon, if you do not gut out in this hour those who claim to do such heinous and blasphemous exploits in my name, that's capitalized, the Lord God Almighty, Adonai, that's capitalized, if you do not gut such and deal with the wickedness that has permeated your nation, I, the Lord, shall cut you off for a time. I shall cut you off. That's all capitalized. Those who take bribes in this hour to help groups in whom their father is a serpent of old, the devil, those who want to make agreements with such shall drink the cup of bitter gall in this hour. You shall drink it before your people, for you have robbed your people, O Lebanon. You have robbed them and allowed an infestation of unclean groups at your borders. That's all capitalized. You have allowed this and you suffer financially for it. For I will bless, that's capitalized, those who bless Israel, and I will curse those who curse Israel. And though Turkey may entice, though they may dangle a very, that's capitalized, tempting dainty, 
It is deceit, says the Lord. It is, and I, the Lord, shall expose the nakedness of the Turkish government. That's all capitalized. Their delight shall turn to shame before the people and the earth if they so choose to involve themselves and interfere with the matters and judgments of the Lord. For thus says the Lord, I wish that none that's capitalized would perish. None. However, says the Lord, none was capitalized again. However, says the Lord, because sin slithers through the earth, it slithers, that's capitalized, for the next host to entwine itself around. Man sings the song of the serpent, and, and man, many men in nations, have helped incubate and hatch the eggs of the serpent, which has multiplied in threes, says the Lord. And thus says the Lord, watch the South China Sea, says the Lord. We're going to have to look on a map where that is because I'm pretty good with geography, but I have to see where the South China Sea is. Watch that area of the world where America has a base for the dragon is ready to fire. That's capitalized. It is ready to breathe its fire where it believes none can stop it, given the eruption in the Middle East, given the binding of former leaders in America. The dragon is seeking an occasion for as the dragon feeds the prince of Persia, as it feeds them, the prince of Persia shall assist the dragon in its exploits. Two enemies of Almighty God, the leadership, come together and will make another very public display, that's capitalized, which shall be to their shame, says the Lord, for what shall you do, says the Lord, when I knock your feet out from under you? What shall you do when your podiums crumble and your voice turns so bitter that your people, that your own people assist in weakening all the props propping you up in nations that are set to be threshed? They are set to be judged. I have given mercy, says the Lord. I have given time. However, those spirits thirst for blood, for blood, for power, and for what they have shed, for who they have spoken death over, for whom they have defied, to my face, says the Lord, they have defied me to my face. That's capitalized. I, the Lord, shall begin to blot out their names and their attempts for advance shall start uh, their attempts and advance. Hold on one second. I, the Lord, shall begin to blot out their names and their attempts for advance shall start to lean and then fall and they shall find themselves under the rubble, says the Lord. They shall. That's capitalized. Thus says the Lord, a house, a house that's capitalized, divided cannot stand, says the Lord. It cannot, that's capitalized. There shall be those in Congress who have shaken their fists at Israel, who have supported the campaign of a wicked spirit of terror, and those who have issued such is a challenge to me, says the Lord. And oh, I shall respond, says the Lord. I shall respond. The squad indeed shall be scattered as chaff before the wind in a way that makes other members of this house walk circumspectly, says the Lord. For your seat shall rupture under you and your own rhetoric shall swallow you up. For you rise in rebellion in an hour of such shedding of blood. In an hour of war, you encourage the wicked to continue their way of blood. And for that, you shall lose your voice, your influence and your seat. For you are a plant. And that's capitalized, says the Lord. You are a tear. That's capitalized. Planted to corrupt the wheat. For the wheat struggles to grow in an environment that tears down life. It does not speak life or my word. That's capitalized. There is one in that house 
who shall, that's capitalized, speak my word, that's capitalized. And because of my favor, that's capitalized, shall come up the ranks and shall speak with such wisdom and poise that even kicking donkeys must stop in their stubbornness and listen. And that merged creature, there is a creature stampeding around your capital, O America, a merged creature, a donkey, an elephant, and an enchantress have merged. An enchantress, says the Lord, that's capitalized. And this mutated, unclean, dark creature has moved around that area, interfering, that's capitalized, and blocking the path forward. You shall see me towards the end of your year, begin to dismember this creature and take away its echoing voice, the voice of complacency, compromise, and deceit. And I shall begin to amputate its parts until that creature lies there, unable to move, unable to block the way. And those I have anointed, says the Lord, will walk right over it, will trample it, says the Lord. For both America and its brother Israel are in travail, all capitals. Oh, you leaders of America, you attempted to broker the sale of Israel of Israel's birthright. And my pasture, says the Lord, my pasture, you attempted to broker such for an O, the letter O, for an O circles behind the scenes. Joseph Biden is a shell that is propped up. He is a very sad shell who sees no way out, a shell in which his spouse has already begun to wander, a wandering eye. However, those who have attempted to broker Israel and assist that spirit of Esau, that spirit of Amalek, in taking what is legally not theirs, shall be found contempt in my court, says the Lord. And Israeli leadership who has attempted to do the same for my agenda shall also be found contempt in my courts. And you shall be removed, says the Lord. You shall, all capitals continuing, in the beginning. In the beginning, says the Lord, I, the Lord God, Ruach Elohim, created the heavens and the earth, not flesh and leaders. I, the Lord, did. Therefore, the earth is the Lord's in the fullness thereof. It is mine. And I, the Lord, shall take my right hand and I shall pluck up in this hour into the next hour and year the diseased roots that have dressed themselves like edible plants on the surface. Yet they are poisonous, says the Lord. And I, the Lord, shall rip and tear those roots up and by force release them from every interest and power and deal they have held on to to keep their place. Those places shall become vacant and good seed dropped in the soil. For Israel must be tilled. America must be tilled, that's all capitalized, for good seed to grow. And the field of poisonous plants, thorns, briars that I, the Lord, see in America, that I, the Lord, see in Israel must come up. It must. In this hour, you shall see arise in those in Israel calling on the name of Yeshua, those in the IDF calling on the name of Yeshua, my son, that's capitalized, for I, the Lord, am dealing with the Orthodox community and softening their hearts to my adopted children who are grafted into such a covenant. I am softening their hearts and they shall repent for treating them as useless dogs, for they are the very ones who will help feed them and show kindness to them in this hour. Thus says the Lord, those who fight in their flesh in this hour will find themselves losing in key areas that's capitalized. However, if you surrender, capitals. Truly tell me you surrender and submit 
yet you do not understand. So meaning, Lord, I submit, but I don't understand, but I'm submitting. Yet you do not understand. I, the Lord, will turn their own arguments, lofty arguments, imaginations that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. Against them, says the Lord. Judges will recuse, says the Lord, and if they so want to be stubborn and kick for a vendetta, then I shall take your briefs and briefcases, O judges, and your bribes and your sculpted decisions that were bid upon. I shall take it, all capitals, and expose it publicly. Your chamber shall be flung open, says the Lord, and in a whirlwind I shall expose that your heads shall be covered in shame and mistrust by the people, and you will slink back in utter humiliation for corruptly using the seat of the judge, which is my seat, says the Lord. It is mine. And how poorly they have represented that seat, says the Lord. And their cups have become full, and they shall and will be poured out, says the Lord. <clears throat> this is this is a lot, guys. Praise the Lord. Bless those who bless Israel in this hour. Bless my capital people. Comfort them. Help them. And I, the Lord, shall bring such a flood of blessings back onto you, running over. You shall not contain. For I am watching in this hour, says the Lord. I am. Those that choose to ride a surface wave and puff themselves up shall deflate in this hour that superficial wave shall turn into a shallow pool of emptiness and those who want to puff them up with images i the lord did not present will be dealt with in this hour as well puff puff then pop that's capitalized says the lord a deflation for you served your flesh and your image and you took craftily from others to make yourselves look powerful in the eyes of man anointed in the eyes of man when you have stolen a cup of anointing that does not belong to you and cups shall be switched in this hour and rectified says the lord for the fivefold must get into order it must that's capitalized Next year, I shall deal with the diseased root of the church. I shall deal with a diseased rainbow and a diseased root. And that diseased rainbow stretches across the oceans to Europe, to Tel Aviv. It stretches and it is filthy, says the Lord, covered in the filth of man. Unhook yourselves from such and come unto me. That's capitalized. The Lord, your God, that's capitalized. If you gave into the pressure of such, await. Your legs will buckle and fall out and you shall, it shall be public, a public buckling of many. Pray for them that they turn for their knees knock under such a weight and they defiantly do such. Some because they do not want to live in the shadow that's capitalized of the legacy of their father. Some to partake of the corruptible fruit thinking it is good when it is a toxin. Some in order to open channels of money, mammon from those who only give to the song of the serpent. Watch, says the Lord, watch, for judgment begins in the house of God, and the thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy, all capitals here, must be evicted from ransacking my house, says the Lord, my sheep, you have dirtied my sheep, you have corrupted my flock, and for that the enemy and his hosts shall pay a serious price, and sevenfold shall be returned, who truly have given the people the meat, not intel, not propaganda, not fables, but meat. For many of them hold a tray of sour milk, sour old wine, and shriveled wineskins, and they feed the people such to harm their souls. It is 
The house, this is capitalized, the it. It is the house of the meat, says the Lord. And those who truly serve me, that's capitalized, the Lord their God, will be given such for the people and will be increased while the sour trays shall fall and make a mess, says the Lord. However, it must be in order to bring correction in this hour. Cleave unto me, that's capitalized, says the Lord. Unto me, this is capitalized, seek my face. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be given unto you. Many of you are walking in circles in your lives. Break the ancestral dysfunction. Walk away from the bad habits. The enemy thrives in cycles. Ask me, the Lord your God, in the name of Jesus Christ, to help you break them in this hour. Really break them, and you shall have a breakout year for such obedience and willingness to, to go a new direction with me and a more stable one. Those who call on the name of the Lord shall and will be saved. That's capitalized. Many are being redirected for my glory. Thus says the Lord of hosts in the name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. And that's where that word ends. That was some word. I'm going to take my other earring off here before we begin to the teaching because my other one fell off during the word and I didn't want to stop. And so we kept going here. And so praise the Lord for that. But that happened literally during the night um, after, you know, I have it 1.43 a.m. So this was like something where the Lord literally woke me up, pushed me out of bed and immediately started speaking to me about it. And when your flesh is knocked down sometimes from something, you hear really, really well. Uh, and so. The Lord was merciful for that. I didn't have to, I, sometimes I have to immediately go into prayer and I have to pray in the spirit and I have to wait on the Lord and, and the Lord must've known how I was feeling in my flesh. And he woke me up right away and he started to speak to me and I immediately got to the computer. So praise the Lord for that. All glory be to God. Okay. Now let's get into part two. Because this goes along with some of the word that was just get, given. It goes along with what's happening in Israel. It goes along with what's happening in America. You, we need to watch Michigan right now and the Dakotas. Michigan, the Dakotas, and even the areas of Arizona and New Mexico. So we have to watch for that, and I'll tell you why in a moment. But we're going to get into this fascinating look at Hamas being in the Bible. And it's actually quite a bit in the Bible. And we'll explain to you the context. So on October 21st, the Torah portion, right? Which was Parsha Noah, which is the story of Noah. That was the Torah portion for October 21st. What is the Torah portion for those of you who don't know? So the weekly Torah portion, this is from my Jewish learning, Par, uh, the the uh, weekly Torah portion also says Parshat HaShavuah, okay, serves as the focal point for much Jewish learning. Um, and basically it is divided into 54 separate portions, each one named um, for the first word or the words of the pas uh, passage and each linked to a specific week. The weekly Torah portion is read aloud. Um, from the Torah scroll as part of the Torah service, okay? So Rabbi David Foreman also does a good job of this um, on Aleph Beta of doing the weekly Torah portion. Uh, the Torah is part of the Tanakh or the Hebrew Bible, 
known in Christianity as the Old Testament. The Torah is the first five books. Okay. So Genesis, Eticus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Okay. That that's the Torah. Now on October 21st, the weekly Torah portion for that week was Parsha Noah. Okay. The story of Noah. Now, the interesting part of this, and we're going to go to Genesis 6, 11, but there, there's a rabbi out there. His name is Rabbi Jason, and he talks about a lot of interesting things. And he talks about how a name reveals the essence of who one really is. Okay. So a name is important because it reveals the essence of who one really is. And so Genesis chapter six, verse 11, I'm going to read it in Hebrew to you first. So you hear where Hamas is. Okay. And then I'm going to tell you what it means. So it says, I'll read it to you in English first. It says, now the earth was corrupt in the sight of God and the earth was filled with violence. That's Genesis 6, 11. In Hebrew, it's wa tishachet ha'aretz lifni he'elohim wa timal ha'aretz hamas. Okay. The word violence is Hamas. Okay. So this is going to, this is going to get very interesting because Hamas, the terrorist organization, this horrific, uh, demonic, you know, um, concoction, right. Is spelled H A M S right. In the Torah, it is spelled C H A M A S and means violence Hamas. Okay. And the earth was filled with Hamas, with violence in the days of Noah. So God judges the world because it's filled with Hamas. Genesis 6, 13. Then God said to Noah, the end of humanity has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence because of people. And behold, I'm about to destroy them with the earth. In Hebrew, Wayomer Elohim Lenach Ketz Kalbasar Baal ki malach Hamas. Okay, mip nehim, and then it says wahini mach shitan et haletz. Okay, but Hamas is the word violence in there. For the earth is filled with violence because of the people in Genesis six thirteen. In Matthew twenty four thirty seven, for the coming of the Son of Man will be just like the days of Noah. Right. As in the days of Noah, so will be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Okay? The days in which Yeshua HaMashiach returns will look very much like the days of Noah or Noah. Okay? Which was, the earth was filled with Hamas, right? It was filled with violence. Now, Hamas can mean violence or lawlessness. Okay? So in the world today, we're not just seeing violence. We are seeing violence with a sense and a spirit of lawlessness partnering together, which is actually the very qualities that fill the man of sin who becomes the Antichrist, okay? Because that lawless spirit, lawlessness, is connected to the spirit of Antichrist. So Hamas, this violent spirit, this lawless spirit, is an Antichrist spirit. There is a depth of ruthlessness attached to it, okay? Because why? Because Satan is an apex predator. He's ruthless, okay? The kingdom of darkness is ruthless. So there's a depth of ruthlessness attached to Hamas, right? To violence, to lawlessness. 
It's dark. It is thirsty to destroy and control at all costs. Now, there's a well-known rabbinic commentator named Rashi, and he gave a definition of Hamas, which is theft through manipulation. Okay? Theft through manipulation. Interesting, right? Because what, what do they do over the airwaves? They manipulate, right, to rob the people, to truly rob the people and put them in bondage. Now, Hamas, from a Hebraic perspective, is connected to, to three of the most grave sins in Judaism. Murder and the sense of the spilling of innocent blood, idolatry and sexual immorality. There was a rabbinic commentator who lived in the Middle Ages, and he said this about Hamas. He said, Hamas has to do with the abduction of women. Interesting, right? So knowing all of this, let us understand what Hamas has done and committed this time when attacking Israel one day after the 50th anniversary of the Yom Kippur War on a Sabbath, right? On a day of rest. So what did they do? They abducted, right? Women, men, and children. They raped women. They spilled much innocent blood. And they committed idolatry by doing such in a counterfeit name of Almighty God, Adonai Elohim, in a counterfeit God. This is of prophetic significance because this will increase as we draw closer to the events of the book of Revelation, right? We draw closer to those final events. Hamas does not worship the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Okay. Almighty God, Adonai, is not willingly permissive in these things, right? He's not willingly permissive to shed innocent blood, right? So Hamas can also mean to lie or bear false witness. So in Exodus 23.1, I'm going to read to you the... Um, I'll read to you the English first and then the Hebrew. You shall not circulate a false report. Do not put your hand with the wicked to be an unrighteous witness. And in Hebrew, it's Lotisashi Masha Al Tashet Yaka Im Rasha Linyot Ed Hamas. An unrighteous witness. Ed Hamas is an unrighteous witness, is a malicious witness. They did this when they made a false report. So let me just give you an example here of Ed Hamas in the middle of this Israeli conflict. They made a false report. Hamas and the, and the Palestinian leaders made a false report that Israel bombed a hospital and killed a bunch of innocent civilians. Okay. Palestinian jihad Islamists misfired that rocket and it hit the hospital. And to cover up their crime, they become Ed Hamas, a malicious witness, and they exaggerated the loss of life. Now, loss of life, we don't want to downplay it at all because it's horrible, right? It's completely horrible. However, Hamas lied greatly, and the Palestinian leaders lied greatly about the impact of the loss of life and ballooned it to a number that was greater than what was lost. So they were being Ed Hamas. They were being a malicious witness. Now, Proverbs 6, verse 16 through 19, this is what it says. These six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, 
hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift in running to evil, a false witness who breeds out, who, a false witness, an Ed Hamas, a malicious witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among the brethren. Congratulations, you've hit the jackpot for infuriating God. Congratulations, because that's what you've done. You've hit the jackpot. You really have for infuriating God. Proverbs 4, 14 through 17 says, do not enter the path of the wicked and do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on for they do not sleep unless they have done evil and their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall for they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence, the wine of Hamas. They drink they eat the bread of wickedness. They drink the wine of violence. When one drinks too much wine, what does it do? It intoxicates them. It impairs their judgment. It opens their soul and it causes them to be reckless. The wine of Hamas. Deuteronomy 19.16. Okay. So English first, if a false witness rises against any man to testify against him of wrongdoing, okay? If a false witness, Deuteronomy 1916, rises against any man to testify against him of wrongdoing, in Hebrew, it is ki yakam el hamas, niyish le'enot bo okay? If a false witness rises against any man to testify against him of wrongdoing. That is the behavior of Hamas. It is all propaganda. It is all false witness. There is a expression I learned called Kli Hamas, which apparently is in Genesis, which is vessels of Hamas, vessels of violence that you fill, right? That's why in Proverbs 4, 14 through 17, at the end, verse 17, it says, drink the wine of violence, because it is a, that is a Kli Hamas, that is a vessel for violence that is filled. And that is exactly what is going on. They raise children from the time they are babies and prepare them to be vessels of Hamas, vessels of violence, okay? They prepare them by telling them how horrible the Jews are and you're to pick up a stone and kill the Jews. And there are cartoons about this, Palestinian cartoons, all to groom children, innocent children to be raised to be Kli Hamas, vessels of violence. Um, Hamas can also represent a violent surprise attack against one's neighbor uh, due to feeling wrong or an offense that has been caused. Uh, this is used, this term is used when Jacob rebukes uh, Simon and Levi in Genesis 4, 9, right? He I think it's Simeon. He rebukes Simeon. Hold on. Let me check. Let me double check that. I think it's Simon and Levi in Genesis 49. Jacob rebukes them, actually. And in Genesis, we have to back up to Genesis 34 to understand why he rebuked them. Okay. Genesis 34, 18 through 30 speaks of this Hamas, this violence, this surprise attack that they executed, okay? 
And this is what it says. I'll read to you the whole account. And their words pleased Hamor and Shechem, Hamor's son. So the young man did not delay to do this thing because he delighted in Jacob's daughter, Dinah. He took Dinah. He wanted to marry Dinah. Okay. He was more honorable than all the household of his father. And Hamor and Shechem, his son, came to the gate of their city and spoke with the men of their city, saying, these men are at peace with us. This is a false peace, remember, and you'll see why. Therefore, let them dwell in the land and trade in it. For indeed, the land is large enough for them. Let us take their daughters to us as wives and let us give them our daughters. Only on this condition will the men consent to dwell with us to be one people. If every male among us is circumcised and they are circumcised, will not their livestock, their property, and every animal of theirs be ours? Only let us consent to this and they will dwell with us. And all who went out of the gate of his city heeded Hamor and Shechem, his son. Every male was circumcised, all who went out of the gate of his city. Verse 25, now it came to pass on the third day when they were in pain and were doing what? Resting. That two of the sons of Jacob, Simeon and Levi, there it is, I thought it was Simeon. Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, each took his sword and came boldly upon the city and killed all the males. Now, we have to understand something about this. Simeon was freakishly strong. I mean, supernaturally strong. I mean, like shrieked, him and Judah could shriek like a lion in a way that made people tremble, okay? So so this is why only Simeon and Levi can go in and take down an entire city, okay? So, and the men in the city are resting because they've just been circumcised. So Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, each took his sword and came boldly upon the city and killed all the males. And they killed Hamor and Shechem, his son, with the edge of the sword and took Dinah from Shechem's house and went out. The sons of Jacob came upon the slain and plundered the city. So they didn't only kill them, right? Surprise attack when they weren't doing anything to them. Now, he, he did take Dinah, okay? Shechem did take Dinah, right? for his wife and wanted to marry her. And so this surprise attack comes as a result of that. And they not only did that, Simeon and Levi, they plundered the city. They shed innocent blood at that point because nobody attacked anybody. You see what I'm saying? So the sons of Jacob came upon the slain and plundered the city because their sister had been defiled. Okay. So basically because this was a, not a Jewish nation, okay, that took Dinah. And B, okay, um, relations, I believe, were had with Dinah before the marriage. And so this is why, okay, they went and did this, Simeon and Levi. They took their sheep, their oxen, and their donkeys, and that was in the city, and what was in the field, and all their wealth. All their little ones and their wives they took captive, and they plundered even all that was in the houses. Then Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, so Jacob says to both of them, you have troubled me by making me obnoxious among the inhabitants of the land, among the Canaanites and the Perizzites. And since I am few in number, they will gather themselves together against me and kill me, and I shall be destroyed, my household and I. This is what Jacob is saying to his sons. So Simeon and Levi came upon the city in a surprise attack and killed those who were at rest right? Who are recovering. What happened? Hamas 
came to Gaza in a surprise attack while it was a Sabbath and they were all at rest. You see how all this stuff circles back around? It's interesting, right? Look at Jacob's answer to his sons. He says, you have troubled me by making me obnoxious among the inhabitants of the land, among the Canaanites and the Perizzites. And since I am few in number, they will gather themselves together against me. This is what he's telling them. You have troubled me by doing this. You have brought trouble on me and the nation by doing this. And so one day, now fast forward to October 7th, 2023, one day after the 50th anniversary of the Yom Kippur War on a Sabbath, a day of rest, this Hamas, this violence, this surprise attack happened. Now, the numerical value of Hamas, right? Okay. So we're going to get into that in a moment, into the numerical value of Hamas, because I think you're going to find that interesting. But first, we're going to look at the pattern that has to do with this, with, with Hamas, okay? So Haman was Ed Hamas. He was a malicious witness. He was a vessel. He was a Kli Hamas. He was a vessel of violence. Hitler was an Ed Hamas, a malicious witness. He was a Kli Hamas. He was a vessel of violence. The Pharisees in Yeshua HaMashiach's time were Ed Hamas. They were malicious witnesses. They all bore false witness and lied to kill Jews. Every one of them that I just named all bore false witness. Rome. The leaders of Rome were Ed Hamas and Kli Hamas. They were malicious witnesses. They were vessels of violence to kill Jews. Now, the word Rasha means wicked, okay? So in the book of Esther, this is what is used to describe the adjective for Haman. The adjective of Haman, okay, in the book of Esther is Rasha Haman, the wicked Haman, okay, who is a Ed Hamas, a malicious witness, and a Kli Hamas, a vessel of violence. Where did Haman come from? Now, this is where it's all going to tie together. He came from the line of the Amalekites. There is that line of Amalek again, who is involved in trying to destroy the Jews in this conflict now. Haman came from that line. And he came from that line, and we have to go back to King Saul for this, but King Saul was given the word of the Lord through Samuel to go and destroy all the Amalekites because the Lord saw what was coming and what they were going to do. To destroy all the Amalekites. King Saul did not heed the word of the Lord and destroy all of the uh, all of the Amalekites. In fact, um, King Saul left alive their king, King Agag, of the Amalekites. Now, while in custody, King Agag assaulted a Jewish servant who was attending to him, and she became pregnant. And the Amalekite line continued from that, and Haman came from that line. So, now that we know this, now we're going to go to the numerical value, right, of Hamas. In Hebrew gematria, Hamas, C-H-A-M-A-S, is 133, which if you add those numbers up, you get seven. And it was on October 7th 
2023 that this Hamas, this surprise attack happened. In simple gematria, Hamas has the numerical value of 45. 45. It was 45 months after President Trump gave the orders for General Soleimani, a very high-ranking Iranian general, to be killed in a strike. 45 months after that was given, Hamas executed this Hamas, this surprise attack, this violence. 45. That is no coincidence. Okay? Now, when Jacob took the birthright from Esau, okay, because Esau squandered it, right? Esau saw no value to it, squandered it, because Esau thought he was going to die. You see, when Esau had run um, to Jacob and wanted that pot of stew to eat, he was exhausted because apparently he had gotten into a scuffle, right? And the Apocrypha actually goes into this. He had gotten into a scuffle, and he thought he was going to die, so his birthright meant nothing to him. And he sold it, right, for a pot of stew. Once this happens and Jacob gets the blessing, right, and the line of of Israel is going to come through Jacob and the 12 tribes are going to come through Jacob. He gets that blessing from his father, Isaac, thinking Jacob is Esau, right? There was this whole plot with Rebecca, uh, uh, Jacob's mother, right? And Jacob to dress him like Esau because Isaac was blind uh, to get the blessing because he now had the birthright. When this happens, Esau plotted to kill Jacob. He plotted to Hamas, to commit violence against his brother and neighbor. He plotted to Hamas. And Jacob had to flee because of that. He had to flee and stay away for a very long time. But that spirit of Esau, and I'm going to tell you something else interesting, just so people know the history here. The word Palestine came from the Roman Empire to try to shame the Jews. They named a territory, right, in the area of Israel near Jordan, Palestine, right? It was literally right where Jordan was. And they named it Palestine to shame the Jews, okay? And the spirit of Esau is rising up trying to take back a birthright, trying to commit Hamas, trying to kill their neighbor and their brother in order to take back a birthright that was squandered and sold long ago. The reason Israel stands forever and Israel is forever is because that covenant God made is forever. And people wonder why. I just had a doctor ask me this, actually. How could Israel continue to be a nation surrounded by all of those nations that want to destroy it. And I said, because of the covenant, doctor, that covenant stands, Israel stands. God made that covenant. Therefore, Israel cannot be destroyed. And that's why it is protected and it stands. And so I was explaining that to a doctor recently. But you see the spirit of Amalek, the spirit of Esau, right? wanting to rise up and be Ed Hamas, a malicious witness, be Kli Hamas, a vessel of violence, and commit Hamas, commit violence, total maliciousness. And you see this right now. So I wanted to just go over all this because it's fascinating, first of all, but B, it explains a lot 
of how the Bible ties in to what is going on right now and how the words used in here that God put in this word are by no accident. So I just wanted to go over that with all of you. Now, we're going to end with me reading Obadiah chapter one, because this goes in to the whole conflict involving Esau and Eden, right? And Jacob and Israel. And Obadiah 1, verses 1 through 21, and this is what it says. We have heard a report from the Lord, and a messenger has been sent among the nations, saying, Arise, and let's go up against her for battle. Behold, I will make you small among the nations. You are greatly despised. The arrogance of your heart has deceived you. The one who lives in the clefts of the rock, on the height of his dwelling place, who say in his heart, who will bring me down to the earth. Though you make your home high like the eagle. I want you to listen to this verse in Obadiah. Though you make your home high like the eagle. Though you set your nest among the stars. What is on the American flag? The stars. From there I will bring you down, declares the Lord. So this is interesting because we're not only talking about Edom and Esau in here, Jacob and Israel, but that particular verse gives a lot of imagery of the United States of America and their symbols. If thieves came to you, verse five, if robbers by night, oh, how you will be ruined. Would they not steal only until they had enough? If great pickers came to you, would they not leave some gleanings? Oh, how Esau will be searched and his hidden treasure searched out. All the people allied with you will send you to the border all the people allied with you, Esau, will send you to the border. Where did the breach happen in this? At the border. And the people at peace with you will deceive you and overpower you. And they who eat your bread will set an ambush for you. They who eat your bread will set an ambush for you. Where is Gaza? In Israel, what happened? There was an ambush. Verse 8, will I not on that day, declares the Lord, eliminate wise men from Edom, right? Edom is tied to Esau. And understanding from the mountains of Esau. Then your warriors will be filled with terror, Teman, so that everyone will be eliminated from the mouth of Esau by murder. Because of violence to your brother Jacob. Because of violence, right? Because of Hamas, because of violence to your brother Jacob, shame will cover you and you will be eliminated forever. On that day that you stood, on the day that you stood aloof, on the day the strangers carried off his wealth and foreigners entered his gate and cast lots for Jerusalem, you too were as one of them. Do not gloat over your brother's day, the day of his misfortune. And do not rejoice over the sons of Judah on the day of their destruction. Yes, do not boast on the day of their distress. Do not enter the gate of my people on the day of their disaster. You indeed do not gloat over their catastrophe on the day of their disaster. And do not lay a hand on their wealth on the day of their disaster. Do not stand at the crossroads to eliminate their survivors. And do not hand over their refugees on the day of their distress.
For the day of the Lord is near for all the nations. Just as you have done, it will be done to you. Your dealings will return on your own head. For just as you drank on my holy mountain, all the nations will drink continually. They will drink to the last drop and become as if they had never existed. But on Mount Zion, there will be those who escape and it will be holy. And the house of Jacob will possess their property. Then the house of Jacob will be a fire and the house of Joseph a flame. But the house of Esau will be like stubble and they will set them on fire and consume them so that there will be no survivor of the house of Esau for the Lord has spoken. Then those of the Negev will possess the mountains of Esau and those of the uh, Shephelah, the, Philist, uh, the Philistine plain. Also, they will possess the territory of Ephraim and the territory of Samaria and Benjamin, the territory of Gilead. And the exiles of this army of the sons of Israel who are among the Canaanites as far as Zarephath and the exiles of Jerusalem who are in Sepharad uh, will possess the cities of the Negev. The deliverance will ascend Mount Zion to judge the mountain of Esau and the kingdom will be the Lord's. Now, I think that's pretty pertinent considering what's going on uh, in Obadiah. Obadiah only has one chapter. So this is it. And this is a, a very sobering look at what the Lord will do to the line of Esau because they continue to commit Hamas. They continue to commit violence. Now, I will tell you, you have to pray for, for the Christians in the middle of this also because you have you have Palestinian Christians in the middle of this that are not on board with what's going on and they are horrified and they are being displaced in this. And, and just pray for the Lord to protect them and provide for them in the middle of this. Um, but this is all because of the vessels of violence, the Kli Hamas, and the Ed Hamas, the malicious witness that this is put forth by these, these houses of terror, these lines of terror. Okay. So we better understand, you know, we keep going deeper to understand what's going on because biblically we need to understand what's going on. Uh, and so I pray you learned you learned some from this. Pray about it, test the spirit. Uh, we will be posting the word and the teaching on arcofgrace.org. We will be posting that. Um, and we will be announcing when we are coming back on. Uh, it's been, it's been a, a very, very full week, praise God. Um, and we're looking forward to doing some, uh, some more uh, prophetic insights in the following week uh, that we're working on right now. And I'm working on one uh, having to do with a particular spirit in America uh, that we are going to discuss. So we will definitely announce when we are coming on for that. So God bless everyone. Keep the faith. We love you. And we will be back on soon. So armor up according to Ephesians chapter six, Psalm 91. I say it every single day. It takes about two to three minutes and the Lord's Prayer. I'm trying to think of, of, of some other things to add to this. The Lord's Prayer, the order to that prayer is what is important. Jesus taught his disciples to pray that way. And we need to understand why. There is an order to that prayer. And the way the Lord is approached is what is so important in that prayer. 
Also, Book Believer's Authority. I just encourage you to get it. I encourage you to read it. I encourage you to recite the scriptures in it. Um, there is scripture from Ephesians 1 and Ephesians 3 that I speak every single day. I speak it and I release it. So I encourage you to do that as well. So God bless everyone. Enjoy the rest of your evening. We love you and we will be back on soon. Hello everyone, Amanda Grace here. So as many of you know, Dr. Mark Sherwood and Dr. Michelle Sherwood of the Functional Medical Institute are mine and Chris's doctors. And so I went to Dr. Sherwood with a problem that I was seeing, not only with, with what I was going through, but with what other women were going through concerning their metabolism, concerning energy, concerning their hormones. And so we put our heads together and we are very happy now to finally be able to present to you Rafa for women. Rafa means healer in Hebrew. So it is an ode to the Lord because he is our healer. He put things in the earth that help heal us. And so Rafa is a product that was created for that. It also helps by helping with a healthy metabolism and natural hormones, as well as it helps balance fatigue. It helps with weight gain, night sweats, mood swings, blood sugar issues, and more. It is all natural. And I find more and more people are going into the natural arena in order to find solutions to issues that they're going through. So if you'd like to learn more, you can go to www.arcofgrace.org forward slash ministry dash partners to learn more about Rafa today. God bless. You want to support an amazing patriot that's doing so much for our country and be a blessing, you can go to mypillow.com and use promo code ARK, A-R-K, to save up to 66% or sometimes more off of all MyPillow products. They are so much more than just pillows. They have amazing bathrobes, they have sheets, they have slippers, they of course have pillows, and they even have dog beds. And I will tell you a fun fact, Noble, our pig at the animal sanctuary that many of you know and love, has indeed slept on a MyPillow dog bed. So if you'd like to be a blessing, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARC. God bless everyone. If you are looking for advice on financial matters, if you think gold and silver is something that you should invest in, go to bh-pm.com today. Andrew Sorcini of Beverly Hills Precious Metals, who's been on Ark of Grace many times. He loves to answer our viewer questions. In fact, he's answered all sorts of questions about gold, silver, the markets, even the real estate market he's been kind enough to answer questions about. So if you would like more information, if this is something you would like to invest in, please go to bh-pm.com today. That is bh-pm.com. And I have to tell you something, they work. It is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics, over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar, anxiety, pain, neuropathy, to immune system boost, dog pain. They are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma. We are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and, and, and blood sugar and a host of other issues. I yeah. tried the pain patches and, yeah. and they worked when I used them. When you connect it to your body, the skin patch changes 
changes your brainwaves. Sugar, this one is neuropathy. I actually have it on. And we use this on Toby, actually, because Toby's about eight years old. And from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously healing him, he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips. So we actually give him the doggy pain patches. What was he doing? He was running? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I walked him out and wow, he's boom. And he got power. I said, no way. And I don't know. I said, Amanda, what? What did you do to him? To <laughs> <laughs> so it's good. 